This is IELTS Yuan, the podcast dedicated to people who would like to self-study for the IELTS exam. This is Yuan, your host, and I am an English teacher as well as an IELTS teacher for almost seven years now. Along with this podcast, I also have TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Don't forget to follow me on those platforms, okay? I am the founder of Practice9.co, the website for you to practice for the IELTS exam for free. If you haven't checked out the website, do so because it has a lot of things for you to explore. Every week, I send out a newsletter on Friday to make sure that everybody stay updated about the IELTS exam as well as the formats of the exam and everything else. There are a lot of privileges if you are subscribed to this newsletter, so don't forget to subscribe. I put the link in the caption. You can basically claim the privilege there. But if you already have an account with Practice9.co, you will automatically receive the newsletter every Friday. So I've been doing this podcast for about two years now. I think I have covered a lot of topics and I have solved a lot of problems. But recently I realized that there is one topic that I have barely touched. I mean, it's not that I didn't know there were problems. I just didn't think that the problems would stop people from achieving their scores, like their desired score. So that is why I didn't talk so much about that. But actually recently I started to receive a lot of questions because when people started to practice on practice9.co and they started to face a lot of problems, that is why I just received quite a lot of emails and messages about this. So I decided that, okay, let's just have an episode, at least one episode about this so that I can put an end to the problems that a lot of people are having at the moment. So that is why in today's episode, I'm going to talk about the IELTS letter. I know we have gone past the era of writing and sending letters to communicate with each other. Nowadays, we just call and send messages, but I actually like sending letters better, you know, because it just feels and sounds more genuine. You actually have to sit down and put what you think into words. It sounds, you know, genuine to me. But there's one thing that we still write nowadays, that is emails. Right. So I think that many of you write emails every day at work and you think you should be familiar with writing letters for IELTS. And that is also one of the reasons why you don't think you need practice. However, you are still here listening to this podcast episode. It means you are still not sure how to do it better. That is why I have this episode. So in today's episode, I am going to talk about some problems that I often get told and I want to put an end to those problems. I mean, I want to solve those problems. I know that there might be more problems and might be more questions that you have in mind and I would like to solve all of the problems. However, I do not think that a lot of people would have time to listen to a like an hour-long episode. So I just sum up everything and I just put a few common questions and a few common problems into this podcast episode. But if you have something that I have not mentioned in this episode, don't hesitate to reach out to me. I am on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. You can also email me at ready at ielswithwin.com. I'll get back to you as soon as possible. Let's talk about problem number one. This is most likely one of the biggest questions that I have ever got about writing in general, not only the IELTS letter. So a lot of people are telling me that, hey, Hui and I cannot write 150 words for a letter. So, well, that's a huge problem then because you must write at least 150 words. 
And it is a crucial part of the game of IELTS you are taking part in. So you have to be on board with that. That means no matter what you do or what you have to do, you have to write at least 150 words. But it's not the real problem here. The real problem here is how to get to 150 words and even more. To thrive in the game of IELTS letter, you need to use a bit of your imagination. You know that you need to cover all the required points in the task, right? But it will not be enough to get 150 words if you are just giving one single point for one requirement. You will need to tell a better story. It means you will need to give a few more details. So let's say that you are writing a letter to a friend who is potentially moving to the city that you're living in because he's got a job offer. In the letter, you need to suggest an interesting part of a city to live in. So together with suggesting a name, you should also polish it a little bit. Say the downtown is a really good compound to live in and you want to suggest that to your friend. You should also explain why it is good and how good it is in a few sentences. You can also say how many people in the city would choose to live in that compound, etc. In general, you just need to elaborate the idea a little bit. And after elaborating, you've got more words and your letter has become better with more details. And I don't doubt that you will make it to 150 words at least. Okay, so we have solved the problem about the number of words. Here comes problem number two. Some people are telling me that they cannot write everything within 20 minutes. And my answer for them is very simple. You don't have to. You don't have to write in 20 minutes. Remember that you have 60 minutes in total to write task 1 and 2. If you need more time, it is okay. But, well, there's always a but anywhere. You will not have much time left for task 2, which is two-thirds of your writing overall score. I actually don't spend the whole 20 minutes writing. Instead of doing that, I suggest you use only 10 minutes of your time to write. But before writing, you should spend about 5 minutes listing out all the ideas, aka making an outline of your letter. And after finishing the content, you should spend the rest of the time, about 5 minutes, proofreading what you have written. It might sound a little bit difficult at first, but you will see the benefits of it soon enough. Don't forget to set a timer so you can keep track of your time. However, if you just started practicing, I don't think timer would help very much. In the beginning, I think you can spend as much time as possible, as much time as you want to finish one letter. But slowly, slowly, you reduce the amount of time you spend on writing one letter. And in the end, try your best to put a timer on to track the progress. Problem number three. Huyen, should I use my real name? Why not? I mean, you can use the real name or you can invent a name if you want. It is not a problem at all. But if you invent a name, don't forget to stick to that name from the beginning to the end. Problem number four. This is actually not a new problem, but I don't think I have talked a lot about this. And this problem is about introducing yourself. So a lot of people are asking me if they should introduce themselves in the letter. And my answer is, it depends. If the person doesn't know you and it is necessary to let them know who you are, it is a must to introduce yourself. But if it's a casual letter or the letter is for a person who knows you well, you don't have to. The rule of thumb is to ask yourself if it would sound weird if you were writing a real letter when you introduce yourself. 
If not, that should be okay. If it is, you might need to leave the self introduction now. For example, if you're writing a letter to apply for a job, it would be wiser to introduce yourself before getting into any business. But if you're writing a letter to a friend who is asking for some information about your town, it is not necessary. So basically, just imagine yourself writing a real letter and ask yourself if this sounds weird if you introduce yourself in the beginning of the letter. And don't forget that if you want to introduce yourself, introduce yourself right from the introduction. Do not leave it until the end to just say who you are. Right? It just sounds really, really weird. Problem number five is very, very quick. Okay, so a lot of people are asking if they need to write an address, and the answer is no. You don't need to. As simple as that. And it is. Addressed very very well in the task. The next problem is the differences between formal and semi-formal letters. So one of the biggest problems that people often face is that they don't know the differences between formal and semi-formal letters. Well, it is mainly about vocabulary and grammar. For example, you cannot contract words in formal letters, such as. Cannot, cannot be, can't, do not, cannot be, don't. Okay, so it has to be cannot and do not, right? But in semi-formal letters, feel free to do so. You can of course contract words, so you can say can't, don't, doesn't, shouldn't, things like that. In an informal letter, you cannot use informal words. Okay, try to avoid informal words at all cost. But in semi-formal letter. You can't use informal words as long as they are not too informal, such as slang words. When you look at the task, if you are required to start the letter with dear sir and madam, that has to be formal. But in a semi-formal letter, you can start the letter in various ways. But you know, again, as long as it's not really too informal, like "Hey Dave," like that. Problem number seven is probably the biggest problem of all in today's episode. As I mentioned earlier in this episode, a lot of people, including you, are writing emails every day, but the scores of IELTS letters are just getting lower. The thing is, writing emails every day doesn't guarantee your success in IELTS letters. Every day you write emails that are short, and sometimes you just have to mention a few words like "noted," "thank you," like that, and that is not IELTS letter. Every day you write emails that will not be assessed by a grammar and vocabulary nazi. Okay, so nobody's gonna check your grammar and nobody's gonna check your vocabulary or spellings. Every day you write emails that you don't have to make sure you are not repeating keywords, and in fact, you should make it very clear by repeating words. And every day you write emails that don't require you to cover three to four points. You just have to make it as fast as possible, and you just have to make it like very efficient. So in general, the emails you write every day are different from the IELTS letters that you have to write. Those emails are for work, and they require you to be efficient and professional. However, IELTS letters require you to show your true level of English to get the score that you deserve. Even though it is an advantage if you write emails every day, it doesn't guarantee anything in an English exam. That is why you need to first understand the criteria of IELTS writing, and second. Use the best of your English to meet the criteria. When you take an exam like IELTS, you will somehow see the line between real life English and textbook English. But let me tell you one thing: 
If you write your everyday emails like the way you write an IELTS letter, it will not hurt. So take advantage of that. Take advantage of what you have to practice your IELTS letter every day. I know, I know, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but you know me, right? I will not stop talking about this. I will not stop telling you practice is a key and practice makes nine. Okay, so remember this. IELTS is just an exam. And to succeed in any exam, you need to practice. Now, open your browser and go to practice9.co to practice for free. You will not regret the time you spend practicing. And now here comes the privileges that you have when you listen until this point of this episode. If you would like to have your writing checked by me, use the code PODCAST5 to get $5 off every single task you would like me to check. And if you need some more guidance, I am here. Just contact me. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. I will see you in other episodes. For now, have fun learning. Bye.